Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone spelled woe, period, begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later. Hi everyone, Ben here. I just want to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Jack Burton, Sarah Likens, Florence, Shane Legassia, Danielle Sturgeon, David Kilgannon, Rachel Manley, Daniel McCrary, Mark Sutton, Chase T. Hopper, Kate Onyette, Nick Crombie, Josh Harper-Cole, Alice Carroll, Lawrence Medina, Doug Warren, Chris, Kirsty Sider, Suki One, Aaron Tunney. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Welcome to episode 54 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... James Ross. Bryn Monroe. Lydia Nicholas. Ben Meredith. And who are you playing? Sir Bertrand McGuffigan. Hamid Salah Haroun Al-Tahan. Satcher Rackett. And Zolf Smith. I got the name right. After such a long break, I still got the name right, guys. <laughs> yeah, you got a medal for remembering your own it's name. It's been months, and it's a really hard name to remember. Right. So yeah, while we've been releasing a little bit of uh, content out in the season break, for us it has been a long time a very long time so yeah. we're all glad to be back glad to be back in the shoes yes yeah. 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 and if you notice any plot holes yes <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't seem to make sense uh, no no <laughs> forgot all that so we're into the thrilling beginning of season two Ah, the difficult sophomore album. <laughs> is this whole season going to be about like travel lodges and like tea and coffee making facilities and like a it, second yacht? It's mostly going to be <laughs> disillusionment with the realities of small business. Right. It's, it's uh, going to be a very low key one, mostly to do with like an absence of clients. <laughs> cool. Right. I love the idea of as door to door salesman. Have you considered you might die? <laughs> I do now. Double glazing, it's very good at keeping the noise out. (laughs) (laughs) And the poor. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so picking up, obviously a lot has happened. If you haven't already, now is a good time to jump in. We do the season one catch up. If you can't go back and listen to all the episodes, obviously all of the episodes are there. Broadly speaking, you have been tasked with chasing down information regarding the simulacrum, Mm -hmm. which has 
a few pieces of information tied to various cities around the globe. Yep. As part of that, you ended up in Paris, and as part of your investigation into that simulacrum, you ended up discovering that someone had built an enormous supercomputer... Of human brains. Of human brains beneath Paris, and it turns out that it has been used and been running the majority of organised systems potentially throughout all of the human world. Including banks and transport systems... And all kinds of yep. things. Logistics, generally. Basically all logistics. The internet is down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the internet is down and the only... Guys, we, we killed the internet. I was ah! on the wrong side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have thought more carefully. Yeah. yeah. We, just, we showed it Kim Kardashian's bottom and it actually, <laughs> it actually broke. <laughs> that was an impressive presentation. We are picking up, timing-wise, the morning after, as it were. You managed to... <laughs> It's a slightly awkward conversation, breakfast, and then we never see each other. <laughs> you did manage to debrief Oscar Wilde regarding everything that happened with nah. Mr. Sealing. And so you received the instructions to basically return to Latrion. Okay? Yeah. The next morning happens. You all wake up to an incredibly quiet Paris. The noises that you have grown to expect from Paris, from your top story apartment where you would be hearing the hawking of wares, but in a kind of tasteful way because you're in an upmarket part of Paris. Mm. The fact that you would be hearing the movement of... <laughs> hawking into a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> Posh crockery for sale! <laughs> Fabergé eggs! Fabergé eggs! <laughs> Two bob a dozen! <laughs> yes, that. Like, who will buy? <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly high. So there you go, there you go. You've awoken to a musical number of who will buy in French every day until today. Yeah. Mm. There is no musical number. In fact, you don't oh. even hear anyone speaking in a raised voice. Today's the day the music dies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Hamid picks up a lobster claw and cracks it, but his, his heart's not really in it. You all feel awful. Physically, absolutely spent you don't say yeah. emotionally rinsed you feel atrocious and breakfast arrived late it was not what you were expecting the fact mm. that it arrived late very shoddy was there no lobster there there was there was lobster, lobster yeah. uh, in fact it looks like they gave you slightly more lobster than normal what than four dial lobsters yeah bearing in mind these <laughs> lobsters are like the size normal. of stocks <laughs> <laughs> to be blunt one of the valets came up and while Hamid was obviously sat for breakfast mentioned that um, they're going to need to be eating a lot of the uh, perishables and so on due to some ongoing issues so you basically have free reign on anything that could go off and have we any messages for us in the night? The valet takes a moment and then uh, reaches in as if he's forgotten and passes you an envelope Thank you. It just says the rangers, we're still etc. Looks like world has been in contact then Open it up. Inside is just stay put, full stop. Any uh, any parcels? Mm. Any packages? Mm. You say in flawless French, unaware that you are doing so. Yep. Again, in what you presume is English. Uh, no, nothing, nothing particular. I'm afraid, just just the message. If there's wait, anything that we wait, can get for you, wait. Your, your English really has picked up, hasn't it? Well done. No, Good for you. You're speaking Bertie, French, what? Bertie. When did you learn French? I've I've had learned French. Filthy language. Horrible. Sorry. But what, you, but you, yeah, so you you're just did. You're literally speaking French, Bertie. Right I can't now, understand anything you're saying. You're speaking French, Bertie. You, which was an amazingly apt thing to say, <laughs> given the conversation you don't understand. 
But I'm not speaking yes. French. I'm speaking, speaking English right now. No, you're not. No, you're French. not. You're Using speaking French. English words. No. That's French. Yeah, you're... The valet sort of backs away slowly. Clearly he stumbled onto something he just isn't paid enough to deal with. <laughs> and then leaves. I'm sorry, am I just not in the room? I'll turn around. Bertie's speaking French. I got that because he's speaking French. We're just telling him that he's speaking French. In French, French. he can speak English. Well, just we really very wise. And (laughs) I probably just picked it up from the streets. Uh, You know, I just soak information in like a sponge. Is he speaking? So he has to be able to control it, When you swapped back to speaking to Zolf, you swapped back into English. And I didn't prepare comprehend language today. What a day. Can I just check, Bertie? Uh, I'm going to switch to check. Okay. Mm. Do you understand me when I'm speaking this language, Bertie? What you hear is blah 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 foreign blah blah foreign blah. What what what? I'll take that as a no then. I say in English. Uh, so it hasn't exactly. extended to all languages. You don't suddenly just have a permanent language spell or something. I am of course educated in uh, classical Latin and Greek, and I speak history's noblest language, English. Pure fusion of the romantic essence of Latin with the the stern Teutonism hmm, of the Germanic Saxon tribes. Betty, uh, shut up. Not in the mood. I'm going to go have breakfast. You work this out. Sasha has been signing, because of course she speaks sign language, insults at Bertie uh, with questions at the end. Give me a perception check, Bertie. Uh, 13. Sasha is clearly overjoyed at your newfound linguistic skill and is doing you a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Bertie attempts to like follow up and like match her movements. And I'm like, yeah. So it's actually just a massive Bert- slagging off contest. Yeah. Bertie has just is just has accepted that he is a fool, a liar, and, uh, and a coward. Uh, who is mean to dogs, even horrible dogs. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He has no idea. <laughs> and you did it all with a really bad accent as well. the table and passes off the jam. Thank you. What does the note say? Stay put. Uh, uh, Sasha is continuing to sign all the different things that Bertie smells of. <laughs> Are any of them good? No. no. <laughs> One of them is Lynx Africa. Oh. Literally just an African lynx in this universe. <laughs> they, 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 they very rarely wash. They're quite musky. They are quite musky. Yeah. Does anyone have any plans for the rest of this day apart from just recuperating? Uh, I will probably spend a lot of time staring at those legs. Mm-hmm. I draft letters to my parents burn. and then screw it up and burn it. Uh-huh. We're using prestigitation, like, yep. with a, like a British gas flick of the thumb. <laughs> and repeat. Yep. Uh, he can't use prestidigitation for that because that's a specific thing called spark. Oh, okay, fair enough. I think you're fine. Oh, well, well, actually, I think you're correct. But Ooh. as I have a lighter, I can use prestidigitation to hide it while it's in my hand and make it look like <laughs> I'm doing it. Yes, you can. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad we had this little talk. The, uh, Bertie <laughs> has got a couple of fancy bits of treasure that he wants to fence. Okay, how do you go about doing so? Uh, he walks out into the streets of Paris with his fancy loot and he goes... Loot for sale! Loot for sale! <laughs> Buy a loot! No, he doesn't. He, uh, well, he... I will go with him. Yeah. We're off shopping. So uh, we go to the fanciest quarters. Okay, I will return to you in a second. Sasha? Well, Sasha is not going to fence the legs. She's going to leave them where she sees Zolf staring at them and uh, she's going to go and hang out with the gargoyles on the roof. Okay. Um, oh, I will, yeah, I will jump. The ones that have eaten people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I will, but in a friendly way. Yay. I will jump to first the pair of you wandering around Paris. So, heading out into Paris, it's very, very quiet. 
you see at least on just the street that you are on three mechanical men paused mid-stride and at least one carriage an automated carriage that has been pulled up badly to the side and looks like it's been dragged to the side of the road look at it street theater now these three gentlemen here are just going to stand very still but just stare <laughs> <laughs> i stare at bertie my eyebrows slowly raise you know they're really very good you see that what what I sigh <laughs> loudly. A good five minutes goes past. Bertie <laughs> just entranced. So I don't know how they do it. What once was a street comprising of a lot of horseless carriages has a lot of them drawn up to the side, and the only things that are currently moving are horse drawn. So you see a couple of tourist trap handsome carriages. Uh, one person has a cart and they're moving some produce. There's almost no one on the streets. And it's just eerily quiet. Presumably you head towards what you will have passed as a market at some point. I will suggest we head towards the district which manufactures the clockwork men. We've seen, we've seen oh, a lot yeah. of them in Paris. Yeah. There will be places where you can purchase them as mm-hmm. servants and that will be the place which is most interested in this mechanical yeah. arm. This mechanical, mechanical arm and it's an adamantine it's partially... There's a scalpel. Oh, an adamantine yes. scalpel. He has an adamantine scalpel, yes. Yeah, adamantine um, scalpel. Can both of you give me knowledge local? <laughs> Is that use untrained? Just roll and tell me the number. 16. Okay. 14. Okay. So, you don't get lost, but it does take you a while to find what you are looking for. Whilst you are wandering around without particular speed or impetus, we will jump back to the gargoyles. Unless you open conversation... They scooch over just a little bit to make you some space and sit there perfectly quietly. Not hostile, just comfortable silence. Yep, no, we'll we'll sit there in silence Mm -hmm. with the gargoyles. Paris has a certain charm to it now that all of the noise has died down. You're hearing a lot more birdsong. From your vantage point, you can see that the streets are almost empty. There are a few groups of people at basically street corners and there'll be a group of people and then one will run off and talk to another group it's it, it's just quiet it's like it's a very very tired sunday afternoon even though it's currently a weekday returning back to habanid and bertie you eventually manage to find yourselves on the shops that sell basically luxury items all of them are closed for business and a couple of people have said that there's been some kind of issue and that they're just not able to deal with people today and that they should probably come back tomorrow a lot of staff have apparently not turned up and things like that. Uh, I suppose that makes sense. Um, I suggest we just do come back uh, tomorrow or even maybe the day after, Bertie. <gasps> I don't think this is going to be able to be done quickly in the current climate. It's quite the nuisance. Mm-hmm. Perhaps uh, we could talk to uh, maybe one of the, the manufacturers hmm, rather, than, rather than retail hmm, selling these fascinating distinctive items. Hmm. I suppose we could ask where we might find the suppliers, get, get some directions. Again, skipping ahead, I'll use the original knowledge local you had. You find out that the majority of manufacturing is not actually done in the city, it's done outside of the city, and then they are shipped in because of the amount of space required to do so. Ugh. And again, they are sold as luxury items, they're not sort of churned out and churned yeah, out. Yeah. It's not like a Terminator esque yeah. like manufacturing facility or anything, they're mostly bespoke items. Yeah, clockwork and dying industries. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Fine, very well, very well. We should return to the triumph. Hmm? Okay, you return. Uh, the majority of the day has gone because it's taken a bit of traipsing around because there was little in the way of transport and the only handsome carriage was in high demand and not able for you mm. to make use of. You return back, all of you. Evening rocks up. Anyone want to do anything before heading in for the bed? I'm in the bathroom having filled the sink with water, just kind of head 
on the side staring at it mm-hmm. intently. I'll give Zolfa a reassuring, friendly pat on the shoulder and leave him to it. Yeah, he won't react. Setra is going to write a letter to Beaming Gasset. No, a postcard. She's going to write a postcard oh, okay, yeah. and it's going to vaguely say, work is going well, I'm very busy. Sure. It's interesting seeing new cities. I hope the shop is doing well. <laughs> That is a charisma minus one. <laughs> I love I love the idea that every time you write a word, it's I dot 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 think yeah, yeah dot dot dot. <laughs> so you head out to send it. Yep, just just put it in a post box. Okay. Oh, sorry, one thing. Bertie is going to just realise this is on my uh, inventory. He's got a copy of When Passions Collide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so he's going to read that. Okay. <laughs> Give me a wisdom check. <laughs> minus one. Uh, no, 19 minus 1 is 18. So darn sight better than all those classics you were forced to word. Really <laughs> boring, to read. yeah. So-called classics. Ooh. Is this the same author as... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. This yeah, is okay. this is this has got pace. None of that war, like, lasting years. That's not war being done properly. Big when. wooden horse nonsense. Yeah, this well, is... Uh, this got deception some, check. Yeah, go for it. A 22. He's only got the next one and you haven't got a copy. <laughs> <laughs> Side lock. What are you reading there, Bertie? This when passions collide, Mr. Smith. Now, right. this is truly excellent. A, a fabulous work of literature, strongly drawn characters, mm, fascinating moral message, a surprising number of fascinating legal implications. <laughs> if you right. read between the lines... Oh, no, 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 no. That's what I... Uh, uh, wouldn't be able to maybe... Borrow it after you're done? Oh, Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith, of course you may. Mm. Oh, this is a work of literature that should be shared widely. Mm. Such a such firm moral principles. Mm. So fascinating. Mm. Rich tapestry I of mean... human nature bared forth before the reader. <laughs> is that the only thing that's bared forth? Oh, I haven't finished it yet. Hamid I mean, <laughs> could not be rolling his eyes harder in the background if he tried. So, you all head to sleep. All of you give me will saves. Oh. Uh, Goodness. The best save. Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. I need to... Re- uh, do I, yes, plus two to will saves. Good. That is a 26. So 26 for Zolf. Seven. Seven Sasha. for Sasha. 20. 20 for Hamid. 11 for Bertie. 11 for Bertie. Sasha. Yep. You have atrocious nightmares, mostly to do with Brock and permutations of you're in the machine, he's in the machine, Brock out of the machine, but it's Mr. Seedling. It's just, it's just a hellscape in your mind. Sounds perfectly normal, given the circumstances. Bertie, you happen to have a dream where you are back in the reality that Mr. Seedling produced, and it's definitely real. And you believe it right up until you wake up, have a look round, and it takes you about ten minutes after waking up to realise that even though you're in La Triomphe, Paris is different outside, and it's not the wonderful cheering crowds outside. Everything is wonderful, dirty. So it's mostly the disappointment for you. Both Zolf and Hamid, no problems. What a fiddlesticking nuisance. What do you do? Sasha gets up early. She looks to see if there is any breakfast out. There is not. There's an apologetic valet, but... She just uh, walks out of the hotel and Mm -hmm. keeps walking. And it's just wandering in the vague direction of Eiffel's folly. So um, I will stick with you for now. Mm-hmm. Heading out, um, it's a very different experience from what Hamid and Bertie had. There are quite a large number of people out. The streets aren't bustling with activity. They're mostly people who are kind of moving without as much in the way of intent and direction. But you see there's quite a lot of people who are quite upset. 
there's a couple of people who are ha having arguments outside of things. At one point, you see someone steal something from a street stall, mm -hmm. and then a couple of guards chase them down. While they're distracted, mm -hmm. she takes a bun. Okay, give me a stealth check. Ooh, a one. You reach out to basically nab something whilst mm -hmm. the guards are distracted. One of them happens to turn around to just check on the stall as they're mm -hmm. leaving, yells to the other one. They think it's a coordinated thing. Yep. They both run back towards you rather than him. Ooh. As you are processing that, uh -huh. someone else in the crowd moves forward and takes something. Then another person takes something. Suddenly, about 20 people are all pushing and pulling one another and just taking stuff from that stall. The stall holder is obviously very, very upset. They, stop, stop it, stop it, please, everyone stop it. And they're, they're all just taking what they can and then they all the crowd start dispersing. It's all gone a bit Kaiser Chiefs. Your your critical fail has started the food riot. Yes. Yeah. As, uh, it's only a minor one. And uh, once <laughs> the food, oh, just... more of a food ruckus. Once yeah. once the store's <laughs> empty, everyone uh, disperses. Yeah. The do guards... I, so do I need to roll to see if I get away? How would you like to escape? The th the natural thing for Sasha previous to this would be for her to slip through the crowd, but she's not feeling particularly hinged. Not quite to unhinged, but the hinge is creaking. So, so it'll be more acrobatic-y. You easily escape. Mm. The guards are too occupied. They run up, see the crowd, see you, and then just, this is this is more than I can deal with. I'm one guard and there's 30 people who've just robbed someone. I, I can't deal with this. So they just let you go. Jumping back to the rest of the party, are any of you doing anything for the rest of the day? Bertie still has a pile of jewels from his side quest that he would like to... You're heading out to try and hock He's them? He's going to try and head out and hock his jewels. Okay. Uh, are you going out in full armour? Yes. Okay. As you are heading round and looking to hock your jewels, you see the same thing that Sasha was seeing. Lots of closed stores, a lot of people, a couple of fights breaking out, a guard will run over and separate them, a lot of very upset people. And you notice again that the, all of the stores that you would sell the things that are closed. And also, someone you realise is tailing you. They are following you and Hamid. Give me a perception check, both of you. Uh, nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I rolled a three, so still higher than Bertie, obviously. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve? Yeah, you both see that you are being followed. Hamid, you see that there is a second person as well who is walking on the far side of the street. They don't, they don't appear well-armed. They're extremely nondescript. They're just wearing standard sort of civilian casual attire. They're not particularly noticeable in any way. The only reason you have is that you've taken a few turnings and you see they're following you. Uh, I'm going to tap Bertie on the arm. Well, just to make sure I have his attention. Yep. And then I'm going to walk confidently towards one of the people I think is following us. He immediately backs away and heads off. The other one, who was following you, you see walks past both of you, and then snatches a bag from a woman in front of you and runs off. Stop! Thief! <laughs> Bertie runs off in pursuit, draws his um, sword. Uh, yeah, I cast Sleep. What's the DC? Uh, 15. 15. The thief, mid-stride, collapses to the floor asleep, bag in hand. Our criminal class is fundamentally lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Bertie, don't kill him and don't say that! Well, all right, I'll compromise, I won't kill him. <laughs> Can't shove the words back the, in my mouth, can I? The Harry? woman runs up, takes the bag from him, gives him a good kicking. See, she can! Looks to you both scared, she's worried, and just flees. She just runs off. Um, well, there's gratitude for you. He's only going to be asleep for a few minutes. Let's make sure he's not armed, and let's take him back to the hotel room and find out why he's following us. Uh, very well. Uh, Bertie uh, frisks him. him down. By yeah. frisking, you mean holds him upside down and shakes him until the bits fall So out. your intent is to take him back to the hotel? Yeah. Okay. 
I think we will deal with that in a couple of minutes. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Hamid Salah Haroun Al-Tahan, and I'm here to talk to you today about a wonderful investment opportunity uh, with us, the London Rangers. We're still working on the name. Anyway, we think we do a lot of good, and we hope you think so too. You wouldn't believe the amount of expenses there are for an adventuring company. I mean, Sasha just gets through tons of daggers, and Bertie goes through armour polish like, well, maybe he's eating it. Anyway, if you would like to send a few gold coins our way, you can do that by going to www.patreon.com slash rustyquill or by following the links on our website. If you donate $2, $5 or $10 a month, you'll get exclusive news and behind-the-scenes info, early access to ad-free episodes, shout-outs at the start of our shows and bonus content for the campaign and other stuff like that. Any support you can offer will be really appreciated by the whole gang, and I'm sure we'll live long enough to spend it. Thanks, and we hope to see you again really soon. And welcome back. So you bring this person back, they come to on the way, and immediately begin sort of begging for you to let them go. You realise they're quite young, they're late teens, and they just keep begging for you to let them go. They don't struggle, they just beg. I'm going to try and reassure this person. Just calm down, we're going to just talk to you and also give you some food. Bertie's playing bad cop. The, uh, <laughs> he shuts off when he hears the word that you're going to give him some food. Mm. Ah, oh, fine then. It won't be very good. It'll be awful. It'll be like the soup will be thin and it'll have like bits in it. And you won't like it, the textures, it's really... It'll be the wrong peanut butter. It'll be the wrong, yeah, exactly. I, what, what Sasha's voice in my head said just then. Oh, you didn't hear it? <laughs> Fine, well, maybe I can beat some sense into you raising his right hand. Speaking oh. of Sasha, we'll jump back. You were heading towards Eiffel's Folly in a sort of vague... Yeah, route. yeah, it, uh, it is an interesting area. There may be people that uh, she can involve in a gambling game, perhaps. As you are approaching, you start encountering, again, a few more people. You start entering the lower-income districts, and the situation seems distinctly worse. There are a lot more people out on the street, there is a lot more unrest, and you reach a point where there's just a line of guards and they refuse to let you any closer. Is there a way for me to climb up the building and down the other side? Absolutely. Yeah. Give me a general climb check. 20. 20? Not a natural 20. That's fine. You successfully find an alley, Mm -hmm. shimmy up a drain pipe, cross a rooftop, 
back down. The guards are doing a very poor job, but you get the impression that they are stretched amazingly thin mm -hmm. rather than that they are incompetent yeah. as such. There are only like three people on a wide street or something mm -hmm. like that. Okay. On the far side of it, there are a lot less people, mm -hmm. mainly because the place seems to be in lockdown. Give me a perception check. That's 19. 19? Mm -hmm. To your practiced eye, there is definitely something going down. It's not some pitched battle or anything like that, mm -hmm. but you see there is the fence surrounding Eiffel's Folly. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people near the fencing, guards facing inwards and people on the other side of the fencing pointing out. Mm -hmm. However, you see that a couple of guards to your practiced eye are being taken away, clearly injured. Mm -hmm. And you see, as you're looking, a manhole cover come up on the far side of the fence, a couple of people come out, drop the manhole cover, go off into the city. You see something similar happening where a couple of people are hopping over the fence. It's clear that there is definitely something going on here. So people are trying to escape. People seem to be trying to bail on Eiffel's Folly and the guards are maintaining it mostly at this stage, but they it's all coming apart a bit. She will go over to one of the manhole covers and if she can grab one of those people, she will ask them what's going on. In a guttery French. Sure. So I would you manage to grab someone who's who literally yeah. pokes their head up after the others, immediately to yours, they just yell down the equivalent again, it's in it's in French. Scarpa! Scarpa! No, 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 I, I'm not trying to catch you, I'm not trying to catch no, you. No, it's fine, it's fine, mate. Uh, uh, you, uh, you, uh, you, oh, God. Oh. Give Ooh, me a diplomacy check. Yep. Ooh, I think my diplomacy is minus one, but I rolled a 16, so 15. 15? Well, up here, you have succeeded, so mm -hmm. you are tactful enough, yeah. but you don't have to worry about deliberately fluffing it. Oh, oh. gosh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Look, I, I, it's fine. I'll, 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 I'll go back. I'll go back. I'm sorry. It's you don't have to, you don't have to ring me in. It's fine, honestly, Wait. honestly. It's ring, fine. Ring, you don't, ring you in. Wait, look, I'm, I'm over from, from, from other London. Uh, came on a job. All, all these things that are going down. Everything's, everything's falling apart. Uh, I don't have uh, anyone to contact I don't have a, a boss so I was just I was I was wondering you know if people had information if there's can I help you what's wrong that's a, that's a London accident and um, just you, you need to leave you need to get out now it's all, it's all gonna fall apart Gorman's on, on, on the warpath we gotta go okay just just let me go please just let me go no I'll, I'll let you go Do, is there anyone needs help in there because um, I would recognise that that is the head of the gang yeah. who was supplying the brains there it, it's hundreds of people mm -hmm. it's Maybe a hundred guards and hundreds and hundreds of people on the far side of the fence. Uh -huh. Trying to get out. Yeah, so he, he's just there going, be my guest, but honestly, like, you, you just want to get out. The city's going to go up, you can tell. Please, just let me go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you can... He you starts can, jogging off and looking back and sort of looking back and going, you want to get out of here? And just runs off into the city. A guard has seen you from the fence and has started yelling to the others pointing at you uh -huh. and it's the equivalent of Oi! Yeah. Oi, what are you doing there? How'd you get out there? And you start Would jogging you, uh, over to you. Say something in English. Oh no, what I'm I'm just uh, I'm I'm a I'm a tourist, innit? Um I just they were like so we were looking for, you know, info information and um tourists They are tourist, running over and they are not lost. they are not believing any of this. They're just like all right, come on, come on, come here. Right. They're running over, and so it's I'm, very clear she, they're going to grab you. She's going to run away. She's going to run back to La Triomphe, or at least in that direction. Okay, Running. jumping back to La Triomphe. Bertie and Hamid, you re-enter the room. Uh, I just want to do a perception check. Uh, uh, yeah, give me a perception check. That's 20. You yeah. are very aware of them entering the room, so you know that they are in the apartment. You have walked past the... Valets tried to um, assumed that you were arresting the 
gentleman in question because mm-hmm. he was still over Bertie's shoulder. <laughs> but after you had a brief word with the head valet, they just let you up and were like, okay, that's fine, that's fine. We'll, we'll see what we can send up. So yeah, you have entered the apartment. Just sit down there and, and some food will be brought up for you and then we're just going to have a chat, okay? Nothing nothing to worry about. Oh, Not, I um, hope you're slightly uncomfortable. Hamid, <laughs> Bertie, you're, oh. uh, you're back earlier than I thought you'd be. Zolf. Um, Give me perception checks, Hamid and Zolf. Uh, Hamid and Bertie, sorry. Ooh. 11. <laughs> 18. <laughs> 18. Yeah. Hamid, something's up with Zolf. Bertie, that's a face you've only ever seen on people you've just yelled at. Ah, <laughs> oh, Mr. Smith. What? You, you've got uh, some tributes to Poseidon just running down your face there. I, I don't know what you mean. I've just... Um, who's that? Oh, this young man. Oh, yes. He's a new friend of ours. Hmm? A friend of the criminal fraternity. This mastermind villain. This criminal genius. <laughs> this Moriarty of crime has been out <laughs> purse-snatching. Hmm? Why have you brought a pickpocket back? It looked like he was. You've got to pick a pickpocket or two, Mr. Smith. <laughs> Otherwise, what are holidays for? <laughs> it, it looked like he was following us, and I wondered why. Uh, maybe because, you know, the big idiot in shiny armour looked like an easy mark. And then I thought maybe he might need some food. Right. Okay. You're going to start a soup kitchen? Maybe. Things are pretty bad out there. Yeah, well. I know they're not great in here either. I try and give you a subtle, sympathetic look. May or may not work. Stonewalled. Yeah. Jump back to Sasha. How does Sasha intend to escape? She hops down the manhole cover that's just been open and then runs down it. Okay, one sec. They don't even bother heading down after you once they see you jump down. They have Mm. enough problems to deal with. Mm. They, you see them close the manhole cover and you hear the movement of something up there. Oh dear. You are already long gone however mm-hmm. you find only say 60 feet along uh, another manhole cover that you can come out of and on the way you are finding yourself shoulder to shoulder with a few more people who are fleeing from yeah, I'm like, no there's the guards open. down there there's guards down there you can't go down this hole they give you a, a panic nod and run off to a different direction it's very easy for you to find a way out because of a flow of people mm-hmm. via the sewer and they're coming up pretty much every manhole cover that they can Yep. So it's very easy for you to just make your way back and then come up on a manhole yep. cover on the far side of the enclosed perimeter. Yep. And listening in on everything that everyone is trying to say. Give me a perception check. 24. No no specifics, just Lagoman seems to be making a move or something. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of people panicked just asking after other people and mm-hmm. they're just fleeing. And the second they get up onto the city, they all just head into their separate ways and disappear into the crowds very, very quickly. Okay. When she comes up, uh, she will start heading towards the Okay. So heading back, you see that there are people are still lingering out. So unlike the other nights where people stayed at home, there are people on the streets. They are starting to sort of light a few fires and stay gathered around them. And you head back and come into the room with Bertie Hammond and Zolf, mm-hmm. with an incredibly scared-looking person who's quite young, sat in front of a finished plate. You've all managed to eat. A uh, plate of steaming food was brought up to you. It was good. It was really, really good quality. But it was a plate of food rather than an elaborate, massive buffet brought Mm. up just for yourselves. Bertie is going to question the young man. There has been more than enough good cop. So Bertie's going to question him properly. I suspect maybe a sense motive check? Uh, Yes. 19 minus 1 is 18. 
he thought you were an easy mark, it became apparent that you weren't, so he went for the next easy mark. They needed some cash, basically, because things are going a bit dodgy and the price of everything has gone up by about ten times overnight. Well, that's enormously disappointing. Um, look, I, can, I don't really have much um, here. I can, I can give you this, and he starts passing over like a, a wallet, but there's nothing in it. No, don't even bother. I will let him go. I'm not going to take anything from him. He's, he's really, really thankful, and you enter just as Hamid is telling him that. All right, what's, what's all this? What's all this? Who's your new mate? Just someone we met on the streets. Things are getting pretty bad out there, it seems. Yeah, I know. So, mate, talking to the guy, what do you know of La Gourmand? His eyes sort of open up and he goes, me, nothing. No? You don't know what's going on down around Eiffel's Folly? I'd never go near there, no, God, no. Never? It's bad news. Oh, not that I know anything. Yeah? All right, well, it seems like you picked up a pretty low class of criminal. He doesn't even know what's going on in the criminal districts. Unless this is an elaborate bluff, mm, a mastermind of deception. Mm. Look at the veils, the veils of secrecy. The mystery unpeels itself like an onion stripping. I don't think he knows anything. I don't think he is a criminal. I don't think it's there's anything complicated to it. I think it's probably what we it, it expected, but we had to make sure there wasn't anything else Everyone to it. me a perception check. 14, 15, 20, 22. Look at you all hitting your perception checks, even Bertie. Oh, I'm doing so well. <laughs> you hear the sounds of boisterous, almost aggressive cheering outside on the street. Look outside. A huge crowd of people are starting to tip all of the automated carriages over. Uh, so people are yelling and a few people are cheering. It's very, very clear that a lot of people are very angry and are just tipping the carriages one after another. The city's a powder keg, it's only going to get worse. Yep, well, you know that'll happen. There's, uh, there's people stuck, trapped around Eiffel's Folly, and the guy that sold all the brains is hunting them down, and the guards are keeping them trapped in there with them. This is, you know, this is this is stuff that we've done, uh, and it's our responsibility. What are we going to do about it? Well, I was going to go there and try and help as many people get out as possible. And, and I, I slay La Gourmand. Hmm? A noble quest. Hmm? How do, no, oh, no, no, just we... rescuing people or trying to make it so the guards will let them out. We don't know if that's the right thing to do. Though. Well, I know that I see a lot of people running away from something where they're going to get hurt. But if the uh, guards are trying to keep order, I mean, they might not be, but... They're not. They're trying to keep people that they don't like How do you know in that? one space... Because I was there, I went down. I, I went down into the tunnels. And also I know what police do, right? Right? They don't, they're not trying to protect, they, they, they're trying to keep people separate. Please tip their hats and salute respectfully. If, yeah, to some people. No, but, and others, look, they keep trapped. All of you give me a, another perception check. Seven. Mm. Fourteen. Mm. Twenty-one. Twelve. Hamid, you notice that there is something moving outside of the windows on multiple sides of the apartment. A tentacle monster! However, no one else has seen this, so return as you were, but Hamid, you are aware of this. The, the city's gonna explode in a riot. If we change anything, we might just set it off. Last time we tried to help, this happened. I'm gonna let our captive go. Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna... He immediately scarpers, he can't get out of there. I, I'm gonna let them continue to argue, uh, but I'm gonna check at the windows and look out. The gargoyles are climbing down the side of the building off the roof. I don't understand the significance of that. Okay. So I won't comment upon it. That's fine. Fine. I'm going back. 
What are you going to do? I might just Slay help. an evil doer. Mm, are you with me, young lady? I'm just going to see if I can help some people not get hurt. I'm going to see if I can help one specific person get hurt. What, what if by helping those people, more people get hurt? Well, that's well, that what plays right to... into my original plan. It really doesn't. It but it's kind of off on his own. Kind of vaguely thinking everyone's talking to him, but yeah. not really interacting. <laughs> I, I, I am mainly I'm talking. To yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's sometimes exactly. sometimes that happens, Zolf. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you knock out most of the world's logistics. Sometimes and Sir Bertrand McGuffingham happens. I like just sometimes sometimes you make a terrible terrible decision, and sometimes. I don't know, millions of people might die because of what you've done. It doesn't mean it was wrong. But do you not get what we've done? Do you not get that? Do you not understand how important what we've just... Of course I do. It doesn't mean it was wrong. It doesn't make it it right. It doesn't make it right. Just because it was bad right now doesn't mean it's not better in the long run. How do we know that? Everyone give me a perception check. No, 19 minus 1 is 18. But he's on fire! What? What? Ah! Ah! I only just noticed this. 19 plus 9 is 28. 9 plus 9 is 18. And 22. Whoa! We notice everything. There has been a distinct change in the quality of the cries coming out from the streets. It's mostly changing to panic and a few yells and there is the distinct sound of some kind of conflict. Right, well, you, people are getting hurt. Yeah! What you could be doing is healing people. What I could be doing is going around trying to find people that might be on fire or something and putting them out. Or Like, we, we could be doing useful stuff. The thing is, right, Zolf, all of this was already there, right? There was a machine that was controlling the world. It was holding people in its control. It was selling their brains. It was slaughtering people. It was it was slaughtering real people. No, it wasn't. It actually wasn't. It, it was. wasn't doing that. No, no. Le Gourmand was doing that because criminals exist. Criminals like Gourmand and Barra always exist. They're always going to exist. Murder's going to happen. People are just going to die. They're just going to keep dying. The, the computer wasn't actually doing that. It was supplied brains. Were you listening to it? We spent a week with it and you didn't listen to it. We just, it wasn't evil. It had some bad ideas, but it wasn't. It was... Yeah. yeah, and it was controlled by evil people. No, it, it, was it wasn't, by it wasn't controlled, controlled by, by anyone. Evil people. It was, the, its very existence was evil as well. Brilliant. Right, so we're now in a post-evil computer world. Brilliant. Let's let the riots happen. They're just, they, we can't stop any of this. We've done something and we can't get out of it. We're, it's done. That ship has sailed. The horse has bolted. It's gone. Perhaps like, we can. should work together to set up a distributed system of labour in order to kind of build up the economy once again from scratch. I shall be Minister for Transport because I like horses. Um, what, what would you like? I see you as being a good shadow secretary of transport, you know, because you're stealthy. I like Just, that. And uh, Bertie goes off on a railway so thinking about transport it was, it was a completely amoral machine with no understanding of what was truly best for humanity and, and it was built on dead people and, and you are the one who told me that the very energy running in its veins was necromantic and that is what made it evil did we fully understand the ramifications of what we have done do you look out the window did you know that that was going to happen is there you... any decision in your life you fully understood the ramifications of that's not how people live so we did what we thought was right and i still think it was right and i will not let you change that just by looking at the outcome we 
us, four people, have affected the lives of probably everybody in the world. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing most of the time. I can't see into the future. But most usually, my decisions don't affect millions of people. Solf, Solf. Oscar Wilde sent Bertie down to us in I... the depths of that machine. You know what? This decision has involved a lot more. The system involves a lot more people than you think. You're Maybe you, way. yeah, you're not as you're not as powerful as you think you are. It's not. I don't think I'm powerful. I think I'm powerless. I can't do anything about this. I can't fix the mistakes that I've made. I don't. I can't walk. I can't get out. I can't get out and heal people because I need help to get down the stairs. We can fix all of that, Zolf. We've got money. Can we? No! Money doesn't fix... Fine. Go on. Just try and fix it. See how well you do. You, on your own, fix it. There is a tentative knock at the door. A very tentative knock at the door. It's It's the knock of someone who doesn't want to be heard. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Entree vous. The door very hesitantly opens, revealing the concierge. He is equal parts kind of regretting his decision but realising it's bad etiquette to at this point leave ah entre two and he sort of steps in and goes uh, sorry to hear if there's any spit it out I just wanted to say if there's anything that we can do for you sir Um, obviously we've uh, deployed the gargoyles and I believe the crowd has dissipated Um, if there's anything that we can do for you uh, I apologise we heard the raised voices and obviously it's a very stressful time and we can arrange for some some kind of entertainment or we could arrange for some uh, some extra food to be brought we don't need any of that, thank you. Just leave us alone. Well, that's it. You do have any dancing boys, then perhaps I'm just a party. During what? this time, I will just wheel myself into my room and slam the door. The, the, the valet just apologetically closes the it's door. It's a tough time for him. His body's going through a lot of changes. <laughs> oh, <no, James. laughs> I didn't hear that. He wouldn't have heard that. Yeah. I'm too busy you being like you didn't, angry. You didn't. Yeah. So, does yeah. anyone do anything else for the rest of the evening? Yeah, Sasha heads out. She uh, is obviously more of a uh, weapony type person than a healthy, bandagey, happy person, but is uh, gonna go out and just be vaguely vigilante esque. Bertie totally comes with her. Like, uh, no, he might go He attempts to come yeah. with her. <laughs> yeah. uh, Fighting crime. Mm. Yeah. Two lone swordsmen. Yes, out we go. And uh, if, if he's saying that while walking behind her down Old the corridor. Crusaders. And she'll be like, yeah, lone. Um, so that, if you want a definition, Bertie, it's, uh, well, uh, maybe, maybe you should look Look, look that up. Fighting crime and disorder. Mm, back uh, to back, yes. While he's talking. We will say yeah. that whilst you were heading through the foyer, the concierge very politely advises you to definitely not go outside because there's reports of all kinds of horribleness happening outside. Yep. You see, shoulder to shoulder with one another, all of the gargoyles are currently stood at the very bottom of the steps to um, Latrion, mm-hmm. and they are much taller than you gave them credit for (laughs) once they are down on the ground and stood again perfectly stationary they almost look like statues until one reaches up and scratches a nose only to return it they're like eight foot each shoulder to shoulder and the concierge again obviously tries to convince you not to go out I assume you ignore it yeah ignore and if they're back shoulder to shoulder so it's hard to get either way oh they part for Sasha uh, but the tiniest gap so that she can slide they they part for Sasha and immediately don't part for Bertie unless you know these these people pretending to be statues it's really very impressive I don't know (laughs) I don't know how they do it (laughs) one of of the gargoyles looks to you and raises a glacial eyebrow (laughs) and tilts her head incredibly slowly towards Bertie let him out in five minutes 
<laughs> so I think we will wrap up there with Sasha running off into the night, mm. with Bertie waiting, watching quote street performers <laughs> unquote Zolf. I've coming. gone to play loud rock music in my room. <laughs> <laughs> and Hamid, what are you doing? Sitting at the door of Zolf's room, leaning against it with my eyeliner running down my face <laughs> in my tears. <laughs> also, is it actually Zolf, <laughs> Zolf is definitely playing New Wave. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Water pump. <laughs> so that was the start of season two, an incredibly downer opening. With Just like the end of season one. Woo! But <laughs> listen to Rustic Will Gaming. Woo! Sadness. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you'll all be uh, back for the next episode. But until then, bye guys. Bye. bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. I bet you can't say that three times fast. I can't even say it once. <laughs> impressive prestidigitation, impressive prestidigitation, impressive prestidigitation. Not everything is a challenge, James. Wrong. <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> so, you have all awoken so and you all... So much of this podcast I've forgotten. So much of it is just us laughing at ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex attempting to cut that out. It is point. People are like, how much of the recording do you lose? Just a lot. Two heads. Two heads. Just... just us laughing at ourselves and Alex tries to make it seem decent. So. <laughs> We've lost Lynn. She's gone.